All right, guys. Highly requested guest here in the studio today. Gerard Michaels is back, baby. What's up, Cass? This is the first time uh, of a reoccurring guest. Cheers, G. Hey. Welcome back. Hey. Yeah. Now he's back. Who's that? Isn't it better the second time? How do you not have a Bollywood style? Why dance do you say it's? That? I have plenty of dance numbers to that, but it needs to be recorded. That needs I don't to be the think it's one Bollywood. Do you of, think it's Indian? My theme song, the, the sitar. The sitar is a little South Asian, but I like. Maybe it. an Indian guy made it. Yeah. But yeah, his I, name is Kobe, yeah, I, I so can, doubt it. Dude, I can see that being an absolute bop outside of Dude, Saturday that's 11. a banger. It is. Dude, that's a banger coming on Who's stage, too. Oh, you got your own theme music. Yeah. Yeah, it's like pro wrestling comedy. I, I'm into it. I'm 100%. I know. Was it better the second time? Was it as good as you remember? Guys, Gerard and I are potting at like an unusual time. For me, we're drinking coffee instead of Modelo's. It's a bit strange. <laughs> Cassidy O'Malley, 1,000 points versus St. Lawrence. That seems like a lot of points for one game. Yeah, I rocked him up, dude. Yeah. St. Lawrence fucked yeah. him up. A thousand points on uh, five hundred of six hundred. It's really awkward the game you're getting your thousand points. Like it's actually like not fun because you you either like know you're gonna get it or it's like two re- like sometimes it would be like twenty if it's over twenty points you'd be like oh maybe I could get it this game and then like everyone's trying to pass it to you it's kind of just the thing you oh. want. Oh, it's so awkward. <laughs> it's it's awkward. the worst when the whole team runs their offense through you. No, you but then it's eat. so obvious and the other team knows. It's like yeah. easy to steal and shit. See, you kind of just want it to be over. This is why the WNBA is never going to be successful. That, that's, that's never. The, that's the female. Is Brittany Griner back, like, playing basketball? Yeah, we exchanged her for, like, the world's most foremost I terrorist. Know. Yeah, wait, so, that was insane. High five, good job, us. Dude, we are not killing yeah. it. Do you think that a single male athlete has ever been like... Guys, I don't want to make it awkward. You just take your shots. It's fine. No, they're like, give me that ball, dog. Give me that ball. Let me go. But like, no, listen, guys, I can get my thousand next game. We did not handle that great, that Brittany Griner situation. I don't give a shit about Brittany Griner. I want to talk Cash O'Malley. Did you you stop the game? Did they they bring out flowers in the middle of the game? That's the awkward shit. I remember there was a girl. They do that in high school. In high school, In college, it's like, nah, we keep it moving. You don't even, yeah. (laughs) You don't even like, like, honestly, the bench, you sometimes with me, obviously, because I would score so many points, like, you can't keep track. So, um, <laughs> you just know because the bench, like, cheers extra loud. And then you keep it moving, business as usual. Well, you didn't play defense anyway, I bet. You kind of a defense. I played, right? no, I had the most blocks ever really? at my college. I was a big, I love blocking shots almost more than scoring. But I would say I should have rebounded more for no, my size. Not not a hustle. Not, yeah. not a big hustle. No, I'm a hustler. I just didn't like, like, you get, like, 
people sweat on you and stuff. You have to really like get down there with like the Britney Griner, yeah. <laughs> the Britney Griners of D three. College basketball would be more popular if you wore the volleyball style shorts. I could never imagine playing them that. That would be so uncomfortable. I and no, you. it wouldn't because the basketball players just don't present the same way in those shorts. You sure? Those high, those high socks. There's something about the, the dude. You can't wear spandex and like ba- basketball is like kind of a generically like manly sport. Like if you saw me when I was playing, you'd be like, "This bitch is like has testosterone like running through her veins." Really? <laughs> it's so uh, we wear shorts down to here. Yeah. Basketball shoes are like the most clunky, like ugly. Oh yeah. They're fly. Like you, I would always have fly kicks, but like they're just very bizarre you like i get like my feet are disgusting in basketball season the high tops lend themselves to cankles for sure yeah so you know as as a cankle haver myself yeah you're a big cankle guy yeah but you know what though you know the cure for cankles what chuck taylor's bro chuck t high top you throw the chucks out there well dude that's what my mom used to play in chuck taylor's yeah and i bet you she had some short shorts yeah they did wear short shorts i bet you i'm a fan of short shorts like i would roll my shorts up for sure and i would like get in like trouble because my coach did not like that um i can't you're pretty gangster i can see you having them Allen iverson like Triple X jaw going down oh, to the middle of Absolutely not. At one point when I was like kind of like a dyke, <laughs> um, I definitely would have rocked like some baggier shorts. Mm-hmm. But like once I was in college, I still tried to like look cute while I was playing. I would a, go full makeup. You, were you a t-shirt kid. under the jersey? Type? No, no, no. Yeah, I don't like that. I hated that. Some look. girls on like, my that's team. That's in the NBA now. The guys are like wearing t-shirts under their jerseys. Yeah, I'm no, like, what is It's also just here? not comfortable. Um, but some girls on my team could pull off the Under Armour under the jersey. It actually looked cool and like point guards and stuff. But it's not for the tall bitches. The Under Armour like like sports bra long sleeve. The long sleeve yeah. Under Armour mm-hmm. on a basketball court. Yes. Were you guys playing outdoors? And- no, they just honestly, I think they it was their luck, and it works for like only really point guards. You see, this is the only bad thing that video games have done to sports. This create a player shit is a tired act. Yeah, fifteen sweatbands. For well, the you should see us on the bus as we're pulling up to the game. It's just hair braiding, central mascara, and yeah. shit. We would when we were our games the- were hype. G like we would have like a lot of fans, yeah. and it was like. Very fun. Yeah. I miss it. Like, I would do anything to go back. That's why I was just on the phone with my mom. Like, my sister's playing right now. I'm, like, so jealous. Can I introduce you to a world of competitive pickleball? Yeah, dude. Gerard's a big pickleball <laughs> guy. Yeah, I'm going to take this opportunity. How bad was I? To proselytize pickleball and spread the word to your millions upon millions of Are fans. Are we sure we're using that word I correctly? I am positive I'm using that word correctly. Okay. Now, I'm also just as positive none of your fans are going to know what the word no, means. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so, I, I have no idea. Yeah, like when, when, the, when like the Mormons and the Scientologists like come up to you and they're like, hey, friend, can I have you heard the good word? That's yeah. proselytizing. They're also fans of WTJ. They're like, I listened and Gerard used it correctly. Word. <laughs> Word. I'm letting, How did I'm you get the into the competitive world of pickleball? Well, I was an athlete back in the day. You, you know, played or, baseball, or, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Brendan Schaub doesn't think so. But like pretty yeah. much almost anybody else with a functioning brain. Dude, let's yeah. beef with Brendan Schaub oh, on WTJ. We've been beefing I know, with you, We've been beefing. I, do, I feel like he doesn't engage as much so in the beef, though. No, he do. started the beef. 
And he, he, he Do threw, you think he knows you're beefing? Yes. Okay. I've, it, yeah, and it's actually cost me. I was supposed to. I was supposed to go on tour with somebody else. Yeah. Right. 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 I know this. And it the beef the beef cost me the tour the beef cost me so it, you know but the thing is is that the beef was all on his side I was I was. You know, I was the guy that suggested him to the PBD podcast. I was excited he was coming. Right. You know, we we had uh, you know a very gentle exchange on, mm-hmm. on the Je- PBD. a couple gentle couple jabs, couple jabs. But you know what? It, it is what it is. You know, he tried flexing a little bit, and then and then after, I mean, the dude goes on the biggest podcast on road. He goes on Rogan and talks shit specifically about Chiboy, but in the worst possible way. He doesn't say my name. Like, yeah. That's, Bro, if you're gonna talk some, some shit, there. if you could talk some shit on Rogan, at least say my name. Some yeah. people are like, "Let me Google who this asshole is." Like, give me, give me the clout with the hate, man. Yeah, it would have been nice if he threw your name in there. Yeah, dude, that would have been a clip for you, and then you could have like, well, I, fucking... clipped, I mean, I clipped it anyway. Yeah, I mean, you did. But it, 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 it now, now it's like I'm reaching. You mm-hmm. know? Like, it was a brilliant beef move by him. I got to tell you, you know, he, 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 he taught me how to. Uh, how to be a a, a a right cunt for sure? Yeah. Okay. One v one pickleball. Who's winning? You or Shab? Oh, easy me. Really? Hands down. Yo, I'm a problem on the pickleball court. I know. It's all like I saw. How bad was that pickleball? No, you were good. I think what, what happened was is that you made a a, a, a very common pickleball mistake Which is for what? good athletes. What you see Thinking the they would you be see good. the old people. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to take it easy on them. Yeah. And they don't take it easy on you. No. And, them old and they people, come through swinging. They come through hacking. Yeah. Those, like, bitches were ready to yeah. play. Like, I love pickleball because it's such a skill game mm-hmm. that your athleticism is kind of negated in the beginning until you learn yeah. the game. Honestly, I still don't fully understand it. Yeah. The scoring, I never understood. And yeah. the switching sides, but it was fun. Yeah. And I think I could be pretty good. Yeah, you'd be a monster. You On the me? pickleball courts. Yeah, well, I prefer ping pong, though. Well, yeah. You know? Well, nah. That's more of my game. No, nah, you got to get the workout in. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is a good workout. Oh, it's a sick... Get out there for two hours playing some pickles. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You would never. You would never think. Big it. retirement activity. Nah, for sure. You know it started that way, but down in Florida, it's like it's popping. It, it's it's crazy. It's everybody is either over sixty or under twenty five, and it's really yeah. funny watching because like the over sixty crowd are like very country clubby, and they show up at the pickleball yeah. courts. Yeah, like, there's their, a lot of people in Summit who play. They got their collars on, and they've got their they got their polos tucked into their shorts. And then, the you know, the new crowd shows up. They literally rollerblade to the courts. Really? Yeah, they're in their sports bras and their spandex, and they're just out there. They're ready to hit the yeah, pickleball yeah. courts. And then uh, it's a big one with, like, the tourists. So, like, you know, the yeah. from Canada come down, and it's like... All of a sudden, pickleball is like, it's pickup ball. Like, yeah. They're, they're like, what's up, girl? What you doing? Because they can you probably go? never play in Canada. Yeah, it's for so sure. so cold. Yeah, and there's there's dedicated courts. So I like, I don't want to hijack who's that John and turn it into pickleball, you know. No, I like learning but, about the pickleball yeah, world. I love it so much. Oh, my Are God. Are you in like a league or do you just show up? You just show up and play in the beginning, but your boy is, is starting to play tournaments now. So. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That oh, is yeah. legit. Oh, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. <laughs> when we played, you were definitely taking it easy on those two, like, elder women. Yeah. <laughs> I was but like, I, this could get dicey if yeah, but Gerard I, I'm just also starts, like, like, letting it rip. Yeah, you got, you got, you can't just, like, let it fly, right? Yeah. But you got to, like, I'm also, a high, like, a hyper-aggressive player. And you were getting a little mad I was coming onto your side of the court there. So I'm like, okay, then you go. Well, I didn't know. So I was very, 
like sh- I was confused. It, it was taking me a minute to learn the game. I yeah. was also like, you know, what's this going to be like? Yep. Like I'm meeting Gerard at the pickleball totally. courts in yeah. Hoboken. Yeah, I, I, you should. It was like you're meeting a legend on his legendary grounds. I would have, <laughs> I would have felt. A little pickleball legend. Yeah, I know. I was coming from work. I literally just left work. I'm like, I'm going to play pickleball. Yeah, the Billy Goat. Yeah, out there in Hoboken. Those courts are all right, but those those courts are get a little. Uh, those courts get a little uh, uptight. Yeah, yeah. Do you um? Do you meet a lot of chicks playing pickleball? <laughs> Shockingly, yes. Shocking. Really, yeah, I'm sure in Florida. Yeah, Florida. Forget it. Pickle there balls. didn't seem like there was a lot of like chicks at the courts we were at. There, you'd be shocked. But you know, uh, a, a lot of times they're like married and stuff like that. What you meet is like a lot of friends. It's like a very friendly. And you need some of those. Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> obviously. But when I moved, I moved down to Florida all by myself. It was yeah. just me. You know, and then, you know, you kind of we find your Mickey community. now, right? Yeah, Mickey G. Did he move with you? The top G. No, no, no. He came the down for training. G. The what, top G. What's your take on Andrew T? Uh, we just had. Since you brought up top G. Well, we just had. Top e- G. We just had Eva Lovia on our podcast. Uh, oh, cool. Slick and Thick. So and when am I coming on? When, when's your OnlyFans launch? <laughs> <laughs> Never. I just told you before we started this podcast, I can't even record myself yeah. doing a podcast. Yeah, Do right? you think I can start an OnlyFans? Oh, my God. I can't That's like my imagine. biggest nightmare. Oh, well, oh you just did a show with our, our good friend. <laughs> See, you just, Karen I Fierce. can't even imagine. Yeah. Could you, could, you, you just did a show with one of our good yeah, friends. Yeah, she was Fierce. amazing. I, I, I was love. like, Karen yeah, she was great. So I would love she to have her tough. on the pod. Oh, she would totally do it. Yeah, she would totally. Do Shout it. out Karen Fian. Yeah, Fian and OnlyFans. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, no, I could never start an OnlyFans. It's just like I'm too awkward, bro, and it's just not my mo. But like, I respect all the girls. I think so. girls think they're gonna make so much money when they do it. I don't really. Th- and there's I think not you a lot of girls making a lot of money. Like we talked about it with Eva. Yeah. There's like not like most very- people are right not making that much money. Yeah, and the people that are making a ton of money, it's like dudes running the stuff. So yeah, I Yeah, that's I toured, the thing with uh that's what Andrew Tate was doing, right? So yeah, so I toured with Catfish Cooley, one of the best guys in the world. He's like Shout he's out like Catfish. oh, he's, he's amazing. He's redneck Jesus, right? And his wife has an OnlyFans and she made insane amount of money, right? And it, there was kind of the spectacle of like Catfish's fans like looking at his wife like so like there was a voyeurism yeah. aspect well you need to be a known person i think before starting the only fans to make money but, you know what i mean you can't just have like because then you're if you're just some like chick down the street then you're competing with these girls who already have like millions of followers like totally you know why totally. are they gonna like get the only time you could really make money is like people who know you yeah. who want to see you naked yeah, or you're doing like remarkably gross shit yeah, yeah like spectacle or stuff. you just grind on your own with the marketing aspect and you just start one of those like but if fucking you were gonna, like but here's the, here's the thing account. if you were gonna grind on your own you probably could have made just as much money doing something else doing ig yeah just doing hey oh my Wedgie god leggings. oh my god sh- traps and shoulder day am i right yeah Butt cheeks it's kind of crazy during the pandemic, the amount of people that were just like, yeah, I'm going to like work out on IG. I just don't understand the consumer base, right? Like, I know. There's so much free porn. So much free porn. Why would I <laughs> seek out paying for porn? I, I, I just, don't get it either, personally, yeah. but you guys are on some different shit. Like, nah, you will like. You guys, shit? So I guys are about, crazy. Well, let me tell you about Catfish Cooley, man, for these people out there. So we would be driving. It would be me, uh, Catfish, his wife. 
uh, and sometimes Andrew Khan, and we would be driving mm-hmm. from city to city, and these dudes would send his wife dick pics. Yeah. And it was 20 bucks. 20 bucks, and it was like for her to rate their dick. And it oh, would be okay. like catfish in the in the passenger seat just like doing the ratings. Yeah. So these guys are like paying her, and it's like fish driving. See, that's what rating, I think rating. it is. I think a lot of it is the interaction. Did you ask Karen at all? Like is hers primarily like – or is she like responding to dudes yeah. and shit? Yeah. So, I think they want to actually like they some guys are also retarded. Like they think they're in a relationship well, with you. Yeah, there's definitely that. Um, <laughs> it's actually really sad. G. Yeah. And, and I think that they always like the ones that I've known that have been very successful with it. I'm just going to call it what it is. It's basically hooking. Like so like the OnlyFans gets you the interaction with the guy who there's one friend that I had where, you know, she had this this client. And he ended up paying her 50 grand to fly out to Australia for a week. And then, you oh, know, wow. now she swears to God she didn't fuck him. But like. Yeah. No, that's what a lot of the, the rich guys. Am I allowed to just, curse on here, by the way? I've just been cursing. Yeah, dude. Okay. I don't know. This is like explicit content only. We're talking about only fans. Yeah. Dude. And uh, well, I didn't know your grandma was on. I'd pull a you and be like, you have to be clean. Yeah. Remember when you said that to me? Of course. And you just admitted you were fucking with me? Yeah. That was so annoying, by the way. That really tweaked me out. You were so in your head. I could have fucked with you so much more. I know. I could have. I could have buried you. It would have been. It was, but I why could, did you want to? See, or you could have helped me. I, I think I helped you pretty good. No, you did. You did. Yeah. The, um, uh, but I. Uh, I was like, there's no way I can't curse. I think your I think your friends were awesome, but them showing up, you know, twenty minutes late didn't help you That's either. That's classic, my friends. <laughs> you should have told them the show was an hour earlier. I do. You don't understand females my age. Like it is like at I don't least, understand females of any age. Yeah, we know that. But um, thirty minutes at least after like the start time. But do they understand it's not a party? It's not about like being. No, they don't know the difference. You're not cool. Comedy show is a party. You're, you're not cool. If no, you show it's up just late the rigmarole. Like people can't get their shit together. Yeah. We had a, I had a birthday brunch yesterday. About if you half are, the party showed up half an hour. See late. that I understand. Yeah. That's like nobody wants to be the first person at the party. No, but that's not even the rationale. It's just Listen we to think me we have way more right time. now. Listen to me right now, you pre-gaming bitches. All right. <laughs> if you come to my show while I am on stage. Making all that noise and racket, and then you can never just sit down. It's like, no, you sit here, no, you sit there. I am gonna, I'm gonna rip you for the next twenty five minutes. I am gonna destroy you. You can't show my up friends late to weren't a like show. that though. They was loud, really a little loud. They were so the rule of thumb as a comic for people that don't know. Okay, if you pull focus, I have to address it. Okay. If you're doing a little bit of table talk or something happens or whatever, I can power through it as long as all the eyes I'm looking at are still looking at me. You need all the eyes on you. Absolutely. At this all is, times. This is a, the most narcissistic. Outside of a politician, this is the oh, most narcissistic. Sure. Everybody in the room, shut up. Exactly. I'm going to talk for the next 60 minutes. And so, so, But as soon as people's eyes start looking at the, them instead of me i have to address it you gotta say something you gotta say something yeah that's when it becomes a problem because it's just like distracting no talking in general at a comedy show guys just really try to avoid it well but that being said there's a thin line too because you want a really interactive crowd you want a crowd that's like super into what you're doing and they're yeah. giving you the energy back i wish people like 
knew how to that's why like certain rooms are so much better than others like zany's in nashville we were talking about the stress factory in new brunswick mm-hmm. rooms that have been established for a long time and they have regulars that come back yeah they're amazing rooms because these people know that they're a part of the show they get back the energy from the comedian that they give yeah you know like some new york rooms are so terrible because like there's the energy so bad. Yeah. And you have some of the best comedians in the world out there just absolutely eating shit because mm-hmm. the room is bad. There's a lot of good rooms though. <clears throat> yeah, but the room matters and the room if you're like if you're bringing that energy, if you're there to laugh, if you're there to have a good time, a comedy show is like the perfect start to your night. Oh, if you want to if you want to have it. a big night with your friends and you want to like go out and have a Dude, night Dude, it to puts remember, you in a great mood. That's it. It gets people. Everyone's talking about promiscuous shit. You start about thinking the jokes about the whole yeah. Night. You start thinking about your life. You you get a little horny <sighs> if the comics talking about sex. For you know, sure, it's you an get drunk. Yeah, and that's what comics talk about. We talk about you know love things that happen to us. It makes everybody you know what do you, you do you talk about love on stage? Jar trying to find love right like love and love lost like mm. you know tragedy plus time and all that jazz i talk about you know uh me and my ex and and then what the pandemic did and then trying to date after the pandemic and stuff like that so how's that going oh it's 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 getting better but it's wild it's a little what's the dating scene in florida like it's a shit show yeah absolutely are you on the apps or what's your scene i had to get off the apps because what were you on uh hinge was the one that was really big yeah i was on hinge for a little i i can't do the apps it's too much i just personally so many hungry bitches in south florida like like, they're hungry in florida they're not even thirsty they're They're, not they're they're hungry they're way more hungry (laughs) than thirsty they're like you know they're like, uh, you want to go out to dinner? I'm like, well, we get some coffee. And they're like, well, I swiped right on you because you look more like a dinner guy. <laughs> <laughs> they're already insulting you? Yeah, kind of, man. Like, you know, let's, They're like, this guy wants to eat. Yeah, let's go get you know steak and lobster. And I'm like, I think I see what's going on here. That sounds lovely. It, dude, it's... I would uh, love that. But I do South, like a nice coffee date. The South Florida dating scene is very what I would consider transactional. So very L.A., in like, like just fucking very clout oriented right who do you know, know? yeah especially the closer you get to miami like they don't want to like play pickleball with you no, on a saturday no, they no. want to go to the clubs yeah yeah i like hate that yeah it's a very wealthy so like south florida has a very uh it's the only place where it's like normalized for like 50 year olds and 25 year olds to like date yeah, it's, I think like that's pretty normal, like most places. I don't think it is. I don't like this. Is like there are certain like there's a club called YOLO in. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> there's sorry. There's a. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm getting sad. Uh, <laughs> there's a club called YOLO in Fort Lauderdale, um, and it's all like seventy year old dudes in spray tans. It's all. Oh, yeah. It's all like retired. Yes. With just like looking Rolex for sugar, wash baby. Yeah. and yeah, and like twenty five. And they're down. Year, yes, and yeah. I went there, and I've never had an entire room of people stare at us like we didn't. Like I'll just call it what it is. Me and Mick walk into a place. Normally, people are pretty happy to see us. Like they're like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah. This we walked in, and everybody was like, "What are you doing here? This is not for like, you, you." Don't have enough gray hair yeah, on your head. You're not wealthy enough. Or young enough, or hot enough. What's going on here? Like you don't have a cane. Yeah. Did you show up in a Maserati? <laughs> I did not. I did not. I drove my Jeep. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you go ahead and uh, Why don't you go ahead and and head down to the wharf there, buddy? 
You know, yeah, this that is- that type of girl. See, that's different than the OnlyFans girl, the sugar baby. Like you make a, you make a conscious choice to be like, you know what? This is what it, this is just the life I've like am gonna choose. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of people that choose it, and there's like there's a, whole a lot. Website. There's a lot of girls who like look for it. Yeah, and there's so like oh, I'm just looking for bro, a sugar dude, daddy. I have friends that are like low key sugar babies. What do you and, mean low key? Like like they're low key. They're low like, key about it. They one hundred percent. They and don't like, like throw their guy up on the gram. No, or they don't throw themselves up on the gram or anything really? like that. Yeah, and then you got to kind of find out. You're like, how come so and so like never comes out? Like, yeah. Oh, she's like, oh, she's fucking a seventy five oh, year old. Oh, she's in. <laughs> oh, she's in Greece. What? The, she's in Greece. Damn. So she she was in the office on Friday, and she's in the office on Monday, and she's in Greece over yeah. the weekend. How does the receptionist have Greece money? Yeah, I mean, dude, <laughs> you know how the receptionist has the Greece money. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta grease the old <laughs> pipes. You know what I mean? Those pipes need some grease too. Yeah. You do. It's not all So there's a guy who produced uh this this film, this short film I was in, this indie film, and he does the sugar baby thing. And I talked to him about it because he's he's very wealthy, but he's in good shape. He's a good looking dude. He legit just likes walking. He doesn't and he doesn't have sex with him. He legit really? what's the point? Well, <laughs> Well, first of all, so first of all, yeah, first of all, he has, I'm saying too much already, but, but it's okay. No one knows who this person is. It would be very easy to find out. (laughs) Um, but one, he's married. Yeah. But so he just likes like the interaction. No, buy them stuff. No, he like, yes, he does. He likes, he, he likes walking into like a big time steakhouse or like a bar or like someplace with some arm candy. Yes. And everybody going, golly. Like but is that, do you, as a guy, are you saying like, holy shit, like golly, or is it kind of cringe? Because I try to tell this to my dad sometimes yeah. <laughs> with his like situations. Like to me, it almost looks a little sad. Like it looks a little unfulfilling. Like you're trying to fill some mm. sort of void. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these dudes are guys yeah. who just simply didn't really figure it out because the real ideal situation would be like you have your wife and you have beautiful kids and you're like content yeah so are you guys as guys like looking at men like that like respect no right no but there but there is you're absolutely right there's um the guy who has his shit together especially the older you get the guy who has the you know his career where he wants it to be his family he takes care of his shit yeah his family's happy and healthy like you know especially like in this economy where you know how fucking expensive bacon is like i it's hard for me to afford breakfast for myself i can't imagine thinking about my father affording breakfast for five people like yeah you know like that's that's a flex it's insane you know like jordan's aren't a flex your car isn't a flex like right. Your family being happy, healthy, and taken care of as you get older is a flex, man. Like I couldn't even keep a Tamagotchi alive for twelve hours. This dude, <laughs> this dude kept three kids alive. You yeah. know, like you know, and 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 I'm gonna get on a little rant here, but like there's Do this it. whole idea rant. of like you know, there's so many people, and women in particular, white women in particular, okay, that, uh, you know, they're Dang. they're they're ashamed of their family's success. And they're like, you know, they go to Brooklyn and they have to like act like they grew up in poverty or something like that. Like, I no, know. fuck that. Like, if but a lot of times that's external people too, like kind of shitting on. There's this like culture of um, 
shitting on people with money. You know what I mean? Where it's like, dude, like a lot of people worked really hard to get to that place. And it's just like, oh, like rich people, this, this, like, and I like understand, but really it just comes from a place of like people being insecure with like where they're at. Yeah, but that's bullshit, man. Because if your father went to work or your mother Mm -hmm. worked 50 hours a week, right? Exactly. And our parents weren't working fucking remote people. They were sitting no. in traffic an My hour mom's each still way. still working to the day. She's a barista, dude. Dude, imagine. And, she's a grinder. Grinding. <laughs> Coffee so grinds. imagine grinding. My mom's been working two jobs yeah, pretty much my whole life. Yeah, right? my mom was always working like Grinding jobs. 60 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Gave all of that to me and my sisters. And then I'm supposed to turn around and be like, I had nothing. And it was terrible. Yeah. And the rich are horrible. And, no, dude. Like there's no gratitude in today's society. No. Uh, I'm, now I'm now I'm like back, full full on back in my day, but there's no gratitude. Nobody is appreciative of anything that came before them today. And that's your damn generation, Cass. Oh, They're shit. always bitching about mm-hmm. something. And this is again going back to like this idea of like uh, everything's terrible, burn it down, everything's I know. awful. Dude, Shut it's not up, a way dude. to be. It's like ridiculous. You sound so ungrateful. Yeah. And do you know how wealthy, you know how quote unquote privileged it is to be sitting somewhere on Instagram with yeah, with a thousand dollars worth of clothes on yeah and being like oh god this world's unfair yeah uh shut up dude shut your face hole just a little (laughs) bit of gratitude for the people that came before you to give you to have the opportunity you have to bitch and moan about the price of avocado toast all right. Yeah. Like our parents didn't have the time. Like they didn't have time to think think about what you're saying. Even having the time to bitch and complain about something, that in itself is a privilege. So if you're complaining about right. like other people having right. the privilege, if you have the time to sit down and complain about something, then like you there are a million other things you could be doing right. with your time. You right. know what I mean? That's a great point. Yeah, like like if you have the time to analyze somebody else's life and how it is somehow more privileged than your life, yeah, and then ascertain that privilege and then write about that privilege, you have a the lot time of it. Social media, so- dog. It's just like toxic, and like people are constantly thinking they should have shit that they don't deserve. You know what I mean? Like people like sure. wake up and they think like they should just get that. Like, yeah. get shit. Yes. Like, that you don't have to earn it. You yes. don't have to, like, put time. And it's like, oh, because this other person has it. It's like, yep. first of all, it's not real. You don't know what the fuck that person has. Totally. And second off, you don't just you don't just get things that you don't earn. This is why I fuck with athletes. Because athletes specifically understand that process. They understand there's no, like... Exactly. You know, like, somebody... But now it's even different where, like, people... Some, like people in sports still don't even get that. Like you have kids getting participation trophies, parents complaining, people complaining about like their yeah. playing time and shit. Yes, but that shit figures itself out pretty yeah. quick. Because you do. The playing time thing is funny, right? Because it's annoying now as all this fuck. communism shit is like popular in the zeitgeist. And like you look at a, a, a <laughs> basketball team of 12 and they're like, well, how come these five play so much more than the other seven? Yeah. That's not fair. Equal minutes, equality. It's and insane. then somebody goes out there and gets fucking dunked on. And their ACL broken because they're not ready yet. And it's like, yeah. can we play the people that are good? 
Exactly. Sometimes people just need to wait their turn. Sometimes people just need to put the, their effort in, their grind in. Like, but that comes from like those so, the same people who would complain about their playing time are the same people who would like complain on Instagram. Do the work. About, yeah, and it's just like, dude, why do you think you deserve that? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would get so frustrated yeah. like when I would see people like doing shit and I'm like, do you just think you wake up and yep. get to like be on top of the world for yeah. some reason? A lot of that comes from like no offense, shitty parenting. Well, even or just being told, like constantly being told, you're the best thing ever. Yeah. Like yep. you are my everything. Like you deserve like the world. <laughs> and it's just like dog. You like don't. yeah, you need to be told sometimes like you're fucking yeah. up. Sometimes you're not actually a princess. Sometimes you're the daughter of a construction worker, and you need to make your fucking way in this world the same way your family did. Like get on exactly. your grind. And there's nothing or get wrong on OnlyFans. I just don't understand like why this generation thinks like work is beneath us. Like, no, we're ugh. fucked, dude. Like why? My generation's think- fucked. Like there, there's not going to be many people like doing certain jobs. Like people think everything is like. Yeah. beneath that if i had to do all over again I who my I age is gonna a be a crossing guard like who yeah grow like are yeah. we gonna have crossing guards are we gonna have construction yeah. workers or we're just gonna have a bunch of people on their fucking laptops on like zoom meetings well it makes me sad about kids man it makes me really sad when i hear you know you're 25 yeah yeah like some people around your age i talk to them and they're like oh my god i'm never having kids that's so much work i know I'm like bro like but sometimes How? I look at them and I'm like, yeah, like, I don't think you could handle it. But, but, but you know what I mean? What the fuck are you supposed to do with this life? What do you mean? It's so much work. Yeah. What are you going to spend the money on? Like, there's this idea that if you don't have kids and you don't start a family, that you're going to be wealthy and you're going to travel the world. Let me tell you something. All right. I'm 10 years older than you. And not everybody I know that doesn't have kids is mega wealthy and traveling the fucking world. Yeah. All right. People that are bad with money are bad with money. They spend it on shit they shouldn't spend it on. You know, you're not going to travel the world. You're going to have a fucking Gucci bag that you wear twice and sits in the fucking corner because you're bad with money. Yeah. All right? People that struggle will kind of always struggle. That's a discipline thing. That's a not understanding economics thing, right? And I also have friends where they were complete fuck-ups. They All had right? kids. And they got their shit together. Yeah. Purpose kids made will them make better. You, like, get your shit together. But the same people saying they'll never have kids, which I'm not hating on whatever everyone's, like, decision. But some people, it's, it also comes from that inherent selfishness. They're like, I don't yep. think I could, like, care for someone I can't, else. I can't live in a world where I'm not the center of exactly. my Exactly. Like, I can't take, like the attention off yeah. myself and like Shut some up people and let me talk for 60 minutes yeah <laughs> and some people i look at and i'm like oh yo like yeah like you probably shouldn't have kids <laughs> i get it I, but I, I guess the look i don't if you don't want to have kids god bless to each their own yeah what bothers me is that reasoning that it's oh it's a lot of work and it's so expensive so is everything what the fuck is this world everything supposed is to work. be yeah they don't put your net worth on your tombstone folks yeah like can you imagine can you imagine like being 60 years old in Greece, all by yourself with your baggy ass body on. No, nope, this is yep, this is the way. But with a sugar baby, sure. <laughs> or would you rather be ninety two talking with your granddaughter on a fucking exactly podcast? five kids, yes. bunch of grandkids? That work, that's what it's all about. Families. That's, that's it, dude. Yeah. And if you put that work in, like your thirties and your forties, then you spend the rest of it with people who love you and think about you in the back end. Yeah. You know, I just made amends with my mom this past week. We were like beefing and like now we just squashed all the beef. That's what's up. And we're girls again. That's yeah. That's that's, that's yeah. That's a powerful thing. How'd you squash the beef? 
who 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 had to go first? Did you have to? You I was. To- I will say I was the bigger person. Nice. I initiated it because I was like, she actually tried to one day, but it was just completely like the wrong shot. I'm she, not ready yet. No, she just like called me like. <laughs> Hey, baby girl, like as if nothing happened, which is classic for my mom, because they also come from a generation. It's like, dude, let's just not talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, Is your, is your mom Irish? Yeah. Yes, she's like half Irish. And my mom is really, she even, as we were squashing the beef, she even admitted to me, she's like, Cass, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, She's like, I just don't know like how to deal with these type of things. Like she doesn't yeah. know like how to communicate her feelings. She's like, it's easier for me to just like keep going she kind of has a point like i i was listening to her and i was like you know what it kind of sometimes is the strategy to like just move on because you can't really change like what happened and she if she were to stop and think about everything like all the wrong turns it would be overwhelming to tackle so she almost just needs to be like removed from it so so I've been shitting on your generation, but now I'll give you generation props. When it comes to Shout out. mental health. What generation are you, by the way? Millennial. millennial. You're a millennial. Yeah, millennial. So, but I kind it, of am like, I'm teetering on millennial teetering. slash Gen Z. You're right on the line there. You get, I'm you, 97. Some Oh, that's Gen Z. Is it? I think I think ninety five is the cutoff. I okay. think you're I think you're proper Gen Z. I'm not Gen proper, Z proper anything. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I grew up Irish Catholic in a very you know Irish environment, and that's kind of like there's Irish. A, there's a very there's a movie that you know it's like the greatest Irish American movie called The Quiet Man, and the idea is like the strong stoic. Yeah. You know, hey, we don't talk about our feelings. We move forward, and then you know we have all these repressed. Why are the Irish so repressed? We like- we have these repressed emotions. Yeah. Because that's the way, you know, stiff upper Just lip. Grind. Yeah, and then we fucking drink ourselves to death. We we drink whiskey, smoke Marlboros yeah. until we fucking, you know, we take it out on ourselves. Hell and then yeah, you die. Then you die at fifty seven. Okay, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> you know. But your generation is much much better with you know destigmatizing mental health. You know, talking. We're better about at talking things. about it because sometimes yeah. it is like. You got to be open. I mean, everyone's going through shit. So I'm working on getting a therapist. I've done therapy and I think it saved my life. I'm almost positive it saved my life. I like need it. Um, But therapy is no different than any relationship. Like people think it's like one size fits all and you're going to like go to a therapist and it's a very vulnerable thing. You're like, I'm really scared of it. I'm going to go to therapy and you're being so vulnerable. I've been putting it off. And you're admitting that you need help because that's the hardest thing in the world. You're like, all right, I need help, man. Like. Yeah, it's gotten to a point where you just have to realize. And dude, again, the older you get, the harder it gets because you have one or two, maybe three friends, a family member where you can vent to, Mm -hmm. right? But it becomes so cathartic to vent that that's all you do with those two or three people. you can't overly vent, dude. Is there anything worse than the uh, person who's always like talking about their shit but you're like dude i just want to go to lunch yeah but it's it's like it's a real if that's if that's you you if, get it out in therapy if you're listening to some if you're listening to this and you're like yo i have a friend that's like this if they're positive with literally everybody else on earth and they've got to put on this face and then they they are vulnerable enough to vent to you mm-hmm. that means that that you are like the most important person in their world but it's also unfair to you that like you always have to catch this yeah. bitch's negativity and it'll ruin you don't want to yeah you don't want to be become someone's therapist no it, like every time they end up calling after a while you're like no i don't have time for this right yeah now. No. there's certain people you know you're like i can't because it's gonna be some it's, sort uh, of like I'm connection having, i'm having too good of a day yeah <laughs> i'm gonna deal with you tomorrow exactly talk to that person 
because they feel good enough in their relationship with you to be vulnerable with you, you got to talk to them and be like, yo, I think you need to see somebody because I can't be your therapist. One, I'm not trained to handle this shit. Two, baby, you're just bringing me the fuck down. Exactly. Like, I used to love hanging out with you, and now every time you call, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it'll ruin the relationship for sure. Yes, but you can really help them as a friend if you have that conversation, if you're willing to have that and it's look yeah people that are conflict averse it's it's difficult mm-hmm. you know because you got to sit down with your friend and be like hey so you're annoying <laughs> i love you yeah but we gotta we gotta nip this shit yeah and, or you could just be like yo like it sounds like you would really benefit from therapy like i want to be really clear and i hope this helps somebody if they're if they're still listening at this point through all this bullshit i hope it really dude, helps somebody they're obviously still listening come on the gee. The Don't therapist. Shit on my fan. I love your fans. They're the, the best. They're they're that John. The uh, <laughs> but like Johnny's. Listen up. If the, you need therapy. Don't think the first therapist you go to has to be the only therapist. They're not all the same. And again, like I said, it's such a vulnerable... I'm kind of stressing with this therapy because I don't know. I want to go in person. You like I'm not into this fucking no. like telehealth it's shit. Not, it, that's useless. And it seems like a lot of them are only offering online services. Yeah, a lot of Because a lot I get super distracted and I can't be here on my laptop. First of all, I'll probably lie. And I'll just be not engaged. I need someone to sit me down in a room and fucking tell me how it is. You gotta, it, again, it, it's very similar to dating. You have to feel a connection. You gotta, you gotta, the worst thing in the world, the first therapist that I went to, I was, dude, I was thinking about killing myself. I was having suicidal thoughts, legit. And I go to this person and I feel like they're not paying attention. And then, they're like giving me solutions that I could have Googled. And then I flat out said, I was like, yo, I gotta be real with you. I'm paying $200 for this and I'm fucking smarter than you. Yeah. And they were like, excuse me. I was like, yeah, I'm the smartest person in this room right now. What the fuck am I paying you for? This is a joke. And I left. And here I am, a dude that's manically depressed, overeating, over drinking, fucking Mm -hmm. my life is spiraling out of control. And that therapy turned me off the therapy. It was a whole nother year before I went back. Yeah. Cause you were like, yo, fuck. Was it a dude or a chick? It was a chick. Okay. Did you end up getting another one? I ended up going through two more, and then the third one I found was the right one. She's also a woman, and but she was, she was legit. And you know what I liked about her? She she was kind of, she was kind of tough. She had a middle class kind of street savvy upbringing like I did. She yeah. wasn't some you know silver spoon Ivy yeah. Leaguer. You like, need someone who matches your personality too. Totally. And I and look, I understand that this sounds like the plot to fucking Goodwill Hunting, but the. It, it really does matter. You have to vibe with the person. And they kind of have to understand your experience, like your lived experience. Oh, yeah. They have to get it. For sure. Like, they can't just have, like, recited. They can't just have, like, you know, well, Freud says, I don't give a well, fuck about Well, that's why Freud. I personally want, like, an older woman. Like, I don't want some chick fresh out of, like, social work school or whatever who's going to show me a diagram. Yeah. Like, there were some bitches like that in the psych ward where I was like, bro, like, this is just so beyond corny. Like, why are we looking at a chart about, like, my feelings? Like, I need someone who actually has also, like, lived experiences, you know? Not just going to give you some textbook answer. And it makes you feel more crazy. Yeah. When you're when you're doing these Venn diagrams and stuff, and you're like, what oh, the hell am I doing here, dude? I felt like a here, second grader. Yeah, At one well, point, they pulled out Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I was like, <laughs> what is going on right now? I was like, I learned this in sixth grade. And frankly, I, 
they, in the psych ward, they treat you like you're retarded. Yeah. And it's so funny because a lot of people in there are like wildly smart. So here's your mood ring. Yeah. Make sure you keep it on orange. It's we wanna- insane. <laughs> I was like, dog, this is not fit. Yeah. But then you get some guy who was like an alcoholic, like... Lift. so smart he yeah lived. and then like one conversation with him and i'm like yo like frank he fucking lived. gets it like and i'm like well, can you be my therapist so this is a big problem again we're solving all of society's issues which i love on who's that john on wtj we're tackling it here so today. many people have made a career out of being in education that they've it's never left they've shit. never left school people in academia who just have done that they've it's, never left school yeah it's the same people who are gonna be like yeah Make crazy like political statements. It's the same shit when I was growing up, and they were like, when and I was, they always complain about shit because they like that's all their shit is like overanalyzing. Yeah, plus, well, if we want to get into those people who are like lifelong teachers and professors, but have never been in the real world, they yeah, they despise they they look at the electrician as an idiot who quit school yeah. and they despise the fact the electrician makes twice as much money as them. I'm oh, so much sure. smarter than him. Why am I making why am I making so much less? Because like you you're add, not really. Yeah, but you add you add no value to society, bitch. Yeah. Like like with all due respect, if my lights turn out, there's no book you've ever read on you know, uh, you know, gender studies that's going to put my lights back mm-hmm. on. So everything that you know in this world is theoretical. You add nothing of tangible value to my life. Yeah. So you have no tangible value. I'll pay you literally. I, the only thing I would pay you is to go away. Like, exactly. you know, get out of here. But that's neither here nor there. Back in the day, they would tell you to go to a priest before they, you know, became very widely known that they were diddling kids and shit like that. But they'd be <laughs> like, if you have a problem, talk to your priest, talk to your blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it was never go to your therapy. Yeah. And then the confession talk- is bizarre. Let's be honest. Like it's that's not therapy. Some no, guy my like God, behind no. a fucking dude. People wall. would go it's creepy. People would go when they were having trouble with their marriage. They would go to their priest. And what the hell does this closeted yeah, homosexual exactly. man who's never Pat been married out. know about <laughs> marriage, man? Yeah, like you it's know, crazy. It's like it's like you're. Ha- hey, I'm tr- I'm struggling with my diet. Yeah, go to Gabriel Iglesias. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> No, it's not who you're going to. No, no. So anyway, that's something that I think your generation does very, very well. Are there going to be priests? Like, are people in my generation, like, going to be priests? Like, I'm just thinking now the shortage of, like, jobs. Not Americans. Not American priests. They'll they'll come from abroad. Okay. Um, Or maybe it's a family biz. Like but your dad did it, and like you do it. Your generation is not. Less, your generation is not less religious. They've just changed. I'm on God. But they, but they've just <laughs> changed. They've changed out religion for like activism. Like instead of their religion being Catholic. No, I think it's sometimes a problem Jewish. with my generation. They look down on religion, and it's like a, a little bit um, of a problem at times. Like to even like make fun of people who. That's like. Um, that's like there's a lot of benefits to like faith and like yeah. having so, a community and stuff. I th- I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, but I uh, that being said, I'm not religious. I'm and not I, either, but I'm on God. Yeah, and I, I will. <laughs> I'm not a Catholic. I'm not a Christian, but I I don't go say, to church, but I like pray. I prefer being around Christians and people of faith than I do atheists. Even though I'm probably more atheist than I am of faith. Yeah, I just feel like those people are more grounded. They're just nicer people. For sure. They have values, yeah. something to live by. You a know, lot of times it just brings some like structure to your life too. Uh, and a lot of people need that. I'm very- what I was thinking 
I think there's going to be a generation of kids where like an iPhone was dropped on their head. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know, uh, I, I think, but there's again, definitely people out there changing their babies on the changing table and they drop their phones sure. on their head for sure. And that's going to be like the new thing where we find out. I had, later. An, I had an iPhone dropped on my head. Yeah. Or even worse an iPad. I don't think your generation, I think your generation has less religion. I think you're right, but I don't think they have less faith. I think they have their faith in different things. Like their faith is in government and politicians and like they love socialism and shit. And like, it's not everyone though. A lot of people my age just don't give a flying fuck. Yeah. But and also don't... a lot of people are over it. I think it was a big trend sort of when I was in, college i noticed it it happened when trump got elected everyone was like now it's cool to talk about politics and like be so like into activism and shit and i do think that's kind of going away people are like "Uh, it's too much to like keep up with six years yeah the year the year before he got elected it it was also so lame it's like why are we talking about politics right now in the dining hall still are man like not me and my friends but they they won't let it go away it's not it's not you you and your friends it's like you can't watch a you can't watch a basketball game without political messaging on everybody's shirt it's so annoying you can't watch an NFL football without, you know, without 16 commercials. Yeah, all the like, commercials are, like, very bizarre, it's, like, recently. I, it's actually to the point where I don't buy anything because of commercials. There's it's like not fun. things I'll never buy because yeah. of commercials. Like, I will never buy a Subaru. And Subaru then at the end can, of it, it's just, like, Pfizer. Pfizer. Like, Brought everything. To you by Pfizer. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, though. It's as much as people are, like, you know, they hate religion and stuff. They have no problem saying like I manifested this or I meditate. That's just praying, ho. Like yeah. that's it's just it's the same exactly. Thing. It's the same thing. Like they, everybody thinks that they're so different and they're so new and like yeah. this is nah, bro. We've been doing this I'm shit spiritual. for ten thousand years. Exactly, humans are the same as humans. We're the same monkeys, man. Yeah, but why is it different to say like you pray? You know what I mean? And then they look down on like people who maybe do actually go to church and pray. It's like, dude, your meditation, your whatever, like that's essentially the same thing. Yeah. So like to each their own, you know. Yoga, yoga is your church. Yeah, that's dude. your community. Maybe that, you know? ball the court. For sure. Your church is the pickleball Pickleball court. is my community. Yeah. There's no doubt. And listen. Sometimes open mics, I'm like, yo, Sunday service. Like tonight at the meat locker, I'll be like, Sunday service. Like, let's go. Yeah. And it's nice. It's a community. We bring food. Like, we fucking chill. There, that, when I first got into comedy, it had yeah, how did com- you get into comedy real be quick? Bad, like, same way as you, be bad at everything else. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you have no other options. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but when I first started... It was very community. It was like awesome. It was like a party. No, it's really fun in Jersey because I feel like there's more of a community sense in the city. Everyone's like, go, 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 like yeah. going to the next spot, whatever. In Jersey, like I actually like have like friends and you're able to like chit chat and totally. like do fun shit. Yeah. And then you meet people like you would have hung out anyway, like John Kirsch. I would have hung out with him anyway. Shout out Kirsch. Kirsch is the man. Love Kirsch. I would have I hung out with him regardless. He's, you know, he's going to so, come on the pod. Soon. Oh, dude, Kirsch would be awesome on the yeah. pod, man. But. Like, again, like, me and Kirsch would have been grabbing beers regardless. Exactly. So let's just do it at a mic. Yeah. You know, like, Sicoli's a great dude who you know. Like, so, you, like, you, you have these guys where you would hang out with anyway. And when I first started with New York comedy, it was the best party you've ever been to. It was mm-hmm. like, everybody was funny as hell, edgy. Like, there was none of this walking on eggshells bullshit. Yeah. The, the, you know, it's so cliche to say the woke fucking, but it did. And, it, and again, it coincided with Trump. 
And, you know, and then every booker in, in the city became the same blue haired motherfucker that wanted to hear the same, like, mm-hmm. you know, orange man bad, white people suck, fucking white yeah. people, am I right? Yeah, well, at least that's gone away with comedy, too. Thank God not everyone's talking about, like, fucking Trump. <sighs> that the, was, like, getting real tired. I don't so. know. The, the cringy ass white people, am I right, is, is going pretty fucking strong go down to the cellar and the quote-unquote best comedians in the world and they all gonna have the same 15 versions of white people am i right yeah and it's you know yeah one of the funniest things do? about south florida is they do that white people comedy like white people am i right and then like they're cuban like you whiter than me yeah what do you exactly. think you it's think, always white people saying those things you too. think just because you got a z at the end of your name like yeah. like what the hell <laughs> I don't, you a new balance wearing colonizing motherfucker too like, yeah how is the comedy different in florida uh or is it really just like i guess you said you don't have as many like local spots so is it nah, really it's just much more, it's tour. much more paid gigs. It's much more like there's not like spots. It's not like you're just going to drop in and like yeah. work on some stuff. And the places where you can work on stuff are not really set up for comedy. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that that is there needs to be a better comedy community in yeah. Florida for sure. It's, it's, it's not really a vibrant like artistic community mm-hmm. down there. The mics are not great. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, you're spoiled up here in Jersey, New York. I mean, you have the best mic community in the world. Like you can go I to know, co- I like love it. you can this is this is comedy college. Exactly. You can get spots five, six times a night if you want. You can mm-hmm. work on stuff. You learn different rooms. New York's great for comedy college, man. You're not oh, gonna make yeah. any money. Like the misconception is that you're gonna get on oh, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get past like these clubs. You're gonna make money no up here. Money. There's no money. They, this is you're paying for comedy college. You pay to, to get good enough to then oh, do gigs on the road. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this is insane. They pay you in beer. Yeah. Two Which beers. I'll and take. then you pay. <laughs> and then you pay after that. That's a brilliant move. Whoever came up with that it was like first two drinks on the house. Yeah. And then like you You're can like, stop. Right, and then you can stop drinking after two. You I end know. up paying the house a hundred bucks to put I end up drinking so much too. I'm like, dude, this isn't okay. Like I'm just yeah. drinking every night. And fried food. Yeah. Bar food and I drinks. Know. Bar food and drinks. It's really not a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, it's Gerard. terrible. Well, it's it, awful. You meet comics who have been doing it for 20 years. They're all sober. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every I'll be sober at a certain point. Uh, for sure. All right. Uh, I, I support that. Uh, I, I'd like to think I would be too. But so far, not so good. Well, you don't drink hard alcohol. It's pretty good. I, I, yeah. um, I did 20 days no drinking. I was going to do dry January, but then I, I couldn't even make it. California, January. California dry? What's that? You hit, you hit the vape pretty good, girl. I know. Yeah. I'm a big vapor. Yeah. I know you don't like that about me. I, I don't. I don't bother me. I just, you know. I do need to stop, though. Like, it will probably kill me. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like walking into a bar and smelling fucking strawberries and can't Well, mine's not everywhere. strawberry. I don't like those vapes. They're, yeah. like, gross. The fucking puff bars. This yeah. is straight Virginia tobacco, baby. That's tobacco? Yeah. Yeah. Nicotine is apparently good for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, Nic- like, yeah. it's a neuro something or other. Yeah, it's like a... It stimulates the brain Neural for sure. Stimulator. Yeah, just makes me have to poop. Yeah, a little nicotine and coffee, dude, right. in the morning. Get your get your day. That'll started get correct. you going. Yeah, but for sure, it um, it's known to like decrease the effects of like Alzheimer's and shit. You know, I did not know that. Yeah, it so gets it you out. fired up. Like huh. sometimes, like if I'm does, like doing something now, where I'm like grinding, you. I need my vape. on a, on a trust the science level. Does it decrease? Alzheimer's because everybody who smokes doesn't make it 
old enough to get Alzheimer's? Is that? <laughs> yeah, is that might be the, the with, case. Yeah, if you uh, if you if you take nicotine, you have a one hundred percent last chance of no, living dude, old Dr. Huberman to... said it. I heard. Yeah, well, you know, on Legion of Skanks, I was on with Doctor Phil. I'll have you know, and he... that was not Doc. That was Doctor Drew. Doctor Drew. I was there. <laughs> oh, you just right. <laughs> fucking butchered the plug. Doctor Phil. Doctor Phil's the um. Oh yeah, he's the Catch Me Outside guy. Yes, yeah. Catch Me Outside. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So Doctor Drew, cool as hell. Way bigger than I thought he'd be. Um, Dude, he's a snack. He's a daddy. I thought he was very cool. You know, I cool. thought the same thing. As I was I was like, wow, this guy's a snack. Dude, He's well a put together. Yeah, yeah. He was hot. Yeah, he was... Uh, and he also was cool. I got a picture with him. He, like, very much so, like, gave me the time of day. He was yeah. like, took a time, like, what's your name? Shout Drew. out Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and and he, that was he, a fun he pod said that, you guys he said did. La- he said that night that uh, nicotine has, has been pretty yeah. good for you. It's everything else they package with yeah, the nicotine Yeah, it's the that smoking that's bad and the chemicals. Like, who knows yeah, what the fuck's in that. Yeah, formaldehyde and shit, yeah. What do you think for what do you think for the 2024 election? And then we can wrap it up. Uh, man, I don't even know if I trust our elections anymore, to be honest. Like I just don't understand why the process You're just anti government. I'm at so anti government. I'm so anti government. You're done. I'm done with them. They're lying to us constantly. They, they, they there's nobody I trust that actually has the people's best interest in mind. Nobody. Um and that's a really sad thing because, you know, one of the cool things when you do this job and you travel the country, you realize, like, everybody everywhere is fucking cool, man. Yeah. Like, everyone's cool. There's very, very, very few people that are actually dicks. Yeah, most people like, are just Johns dude, trying they, to make it in that's this world. It. And they just want to have a good time. Can I live? They want to let loose. Can I live? They want to listen to WTJ. That's it. Can I not have That's an omelet it. that cost me $25? Like, why are you coming for my gas stove? Like, what? Yeah. Like, can, can I, I had, live? I probably had an omelet that did cost $25 yesterday. <laughs> and it's, like, crazy. Bro, like... And and everything like you can't even ask questions about stuff anymore without people being like more. you're you're you know if I ask like why do we need a trillion dollars to the Ukraine why when everybody's struggling here at home why oh you hate Ukraine you're pro no I'm not I just I just <laughs> I just questions. have some questions I just exactly got questions. like. Have we fixed every problem in this country where we could just start sending shit everywhere else? Absolutely not. <laughs> like, like, we got places that don't have clean water. We got kids going hungry tonight in this country. And I got to listen to somebody, some little fucking 16-year-old big foreheaded bitch yelling at me about <laughs> climate change. Like, yo, I care about the universe. Yeah. I care. Most but, people, but once again, they just... the problem yeah. first, man? Do we have to... Do we all have to go back to living in caves to yeah. fix this thing? Can I just have a gas stove? Can I put the heat on in the winter? Is that cool with you? Yeah. Like, I, dude, I Most just, people, honestly... I think people just got to focus on themselves. If When people yell at you about, like... For me, personally, when someone's coming at me at, like some big societal problem or something. I'm like, yo, dude, like, don't yell at me. Like, I don't have the the time or energy yeah. to, like, 
Like, I don't know what to say, you know? I'm like, you got to just keep well, on fucking moving. That goes back to those people you were talking about it's before. Like huge issues. I'm like, you want me to tackle this? So I'm like, I say the same. It's literally. My podcast is called Who's That John? <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know shit no, about I'll, shit. I'll tell you this, though. I do think normalizing these conversations and having, you know, beautiful 25-year-old women like you and your friends talking Ooh, about this shit okay. is I like important. where this is going. But it is. It's important because yeah. then people can have these conversations. And when these conversations happen, people don't feel alone. That one asshole activist is so loud in your group because everybody else just doesn't want to have the conversation. Just like, Most people also, right, Becky, yeah, you're Whatever like, you want, man. Yeah. Like, just, as long as we don't have to do it. Because it's very, like... um we gotta. We have to get back to like that one person who's like super outspoken about their activism. We have to get back to like making fun of them. Yeah, and, telling like, him to shut yeah, the fuck sh- up. Like for a while, everyone was scared of that up. one person. You know just, what I mean? Yeah. People would be like, "I just don't want to yeah. deal with." Because most people are just like, "Yeah, like you know fuck how off." Yeah, like about that I, person who's always like talking about society's issues. Like, is their life so good? Do they have no, everything? Dude, they so don't put have together? anything going on. They, That's why you don't have, like hard it is to focus on that shit like isn't you have that, to have a lot of free time to like want to do that isn't that the biggest and, like make infographics cop out in the world isn't that the biggest cop out in the world to focus on fixing things you know for a fact you can't fucking change that's why all. when people come to me about the climate i'm like dog that's a big issue i'm like <laughs> i can't really tackle that on a tuesday right now you know what i mean like i'm like that's just like Yo. i'm like dude i'll do i recycle it's all about all i got in me these, right now these motherfuckers eating off of, of recycled paper plates yeah. like, well i think this is why you saw it like during trump and especially during the pandemic as well as a lot of people like bitching and complaining like that sort of became their identity. It's these people who totally. don't really have a personality and they totally. don't know who they are. So that gave them once again, the group, the community, and it made them feel like, Oh, I have friends. And like, it kind of made them feel like they mattered sure. in a certain way when a lot of people were kind of just looking for like, who am I? And yep. like, do I even really have like, any redeeming qualities and it made them feel important. And it also always gets labeled as you're the, you're the good person. That's why the fucking, it's the same person who's going to be screaming at at you about the mask that became their identity. It's like, Oh, I'm a good person. So I get to do this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Screaming at people. Exactly. And I think that's part of the issues. And we rewarded it for a while as society, which was like kind of a problem. I don't know if we rewarded it so much as we just weren't ready to have the beef, but that was the same. Just let her, let her. Yeah. It's the one person in the group who you're like, I don't feel like fucking (sighs) dealing with it right now. Yeah. 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 You know, and and that person, I think if we learn anything from the pandemic, and like you said, that's a great example of that of that person. Like next time it happens, we gotta nip that shit in the butt and be like, yo, jokes are we fine. We need to make fun of them. Yeah. Leave, we be like, yo, you're a fucking leave loser. Leave us alone. We're not bothering you. Yeah. Nobody told you to come to the park today. Exactly. <laughs> Calm down. What happened to mind your own business? God. Bro, that was our Instagram. parent shit. Instagram. You know how many times my mom said that to me growing Instagram. up? Yeah. You know how many, like, my mom would be like, yo, just like, mind your yeah. own fucking business. Nanya. Yeah, Nanya. Nanya. Exactly. There's no Nanya anymore. Now we're all up in each other. I can, I can literally tell you what some of my friends' buttholes look like from Instagram. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a straight butthole. Just like wow, that's that's not that's not a lot of that's not a lot of bathing suit. But I, I think there is a place 
for like some sort of subscription based model for creators because this idea of like getting paid for views and advertising it, it, there it it just makes you too controllable they can turn it off i know you know like you say something that they don't like and they demonetize you deplatform you so you know they, there really should be something somewhere where you know it's it, maybe like i don't know some sort of micro donations or something like as yeah. as a creator like who's that john is dope like if you have a thousand people exactly. that would be willing to like give you a dollar a month yeah but that's why like shit like patreon is cool yeah stuff like that yeah like the but we're in a weird place with you know consumers of entertainment have never paid for your entire generation has never paid for entertainment ever in their life. I know. Like, you've never had to buy a CD to hear your one favorite song. You just go on YouTube. Exactly. There's uh, you just know, a like, plethora. We have too many options. Yeah, so why would anybody ever Is pay? Is Netflix stopping the, the sharing shit? I heard that, which would kind of fuck me. Yeah, they're going to try. They're going to try for sure. Um, but there's there's always a way. You know, there's always a way. That, yeah. you, know, they, you know, I mean... It takes three seconds on the internet to learn how to pirate anything. I know. So, you know, that's a really hard thing as a creator. Like, this is why I I hope people, like, understand they have so much more power than they think they do. Like, so much more power. Like, if you feel powerless around that Becky that we talked about before because she's loud and you just don't want to have the fight. It's like, what the hell? I'm just trying to have a good night. How How you beat those Beckys is with your wallet. Like, if you support somebody, if you support something... And they get quote unquote canceled or whatever, and you buy their t shirt and you and their friends buy their stuff or subscribe, they they become uncancelable. Yeah. You you can be that change, right? Like so, you know, supporting someone so financially is like huge. It's everything. Right yeah. in this environment, like something as stupid as because we fucking or, need it. Like we said earlier, like there's not much money in this, and a lot of like it is take a lot of time and effort. So yeah. it's like huge when someone really shows out. Even if like sometimes like I've had people like tip me at shows, and I'm like, dude, like that is just like a very like generous act. You just you know doubled what I mean? my pay for the night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like oh my god, this and the free drink balling. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know, but. We're all figuring this out. Like, this is all remarkably new technology. This is, we have changed society so much in such a short period of time that nobody really knows what the fuck to do or what's going on. Should I say something? Should I not say something? Should I be quiet? Yeah, Mind my are own just business? Confused. But you have to build a brand. You have to get out. Is it good for business to say something? Is it bad for business? What do no, I do? Don't, in terms of comedy, don't ever think that way. Fucking say it. And that's why I think don't do it for Instagram. Like, do it because you. Have something to say and you want to be funny, not to get clicks and views, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. that shit has become like a whole thing in comedy as well, where it's like a little well, it dep- exhausting. It, it depends on, yeah, but also like you can be the you can be the world's best chef if, if you don't ever open a restaurant. How would anybody know? Exactly. So it's a necessary evil in that regard. For sure. Uh, but yeah, the more you make it about your audience, the more input they have. And then, I mean, you know, look, I'm a libertarian. Everybody thinks I'm conservative. And then I'll say something that pisses off conservatives. And then half my audience will be like, we thought you were one of us. You've sold out, blah, blah, blah. Lose 3,000 followers. <laughs> Gain 5,000, lose 2,000. Gain 1,000, lose 500. That's, yeah. my, that's the constant battle. But you, to thine own self, be true. You're right. Because otherwise, you know, all, like it's, 
it used to be called a sellout, but now you're almost like a sell in where like you're selling yourself, your name, your brand for this like fake clout and you're going to do all this stuff. Like there's all these people, I don't care. They're going to, they're never going to, their brand and their image is never going to recover from the way that they acted during the pandemic. And there's, there's half the country that Democrat, Republican, whoever. You got shadow banned a couple of times, right? Oh yeah, big time, big time. I got I got on all my platforms. I got kicked off Facebook. I've been kicked off Twitter five times for shit that's all been proven true. And a lot of it was questions. Imagine getting kicked off for asking a question like, "Yeah. Are we for real acting getting like kicked this off came Facebook from isn't bat? that bad of an owl. It's like doesn't when, really when, when you have 130,000 followers it is. When you yeah. sell half your tickets off there it is. It is unfortunate. Yeah, like I personally am not a big Facebook girl. Yeah, because you're not 40. I know. <laughs> but you know that's the other thing you know about comedy everybody wants to be cool and like have the young kids on their side but kids don't buy tickets for shit yeah i know so like, well that's the thing is like they'll watch like sometimes it doesn't re- like correlate to yeah. ticket sales or like people coming to see you i think that's the misconception totally. too is some people just see it and like they don't care uh, a lot of people are just flipping through you know my favorite thing is like when when comics are like hating on a hyper successful comic like yeah i was at i was at you know i was with some comics we were bullshitting around and this one guy was going off on sebastian maniscalco he doesn't have a punchline tell me one punchline he doesn't even he doesn't even write punchlines it's just a whole bunch of 60 year old italians that think he's hot and i'm like uh-huh guy sold out the garden five times yeah. you can't get four people to come see you exactly but those are the people the guy sold out the garden yeah four times pretty sure madison square fucking garden four times msg baby you can't get two couples to come watch you <laughs> shut the fuck up well, those people try are just not insecure. having punchlines, baby. Try less punchlines. Yeah. How the fuck you gonna hate on him? Oh, it's all old people. Get some old fucking fans. Exactly. <laughs> Sell out the garden. The uh, comics fucking- complaining about other comics is just it comes from insecurity, and it's very obvious when people are doing that. So, like, definitely don't recommend it. You yeah. know what I mean? And it goes back to what you said before. Let's make it. Let's let's make it common. To say shut the fuck up again. Yeah. Just shut, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck shut up. Shut your fucking mouth. Exactly. You fucking asshole. Shut the fuck shut up, Shut your Gerard. face. Shut your whole hole in your face, O'Malley. You shut your face. You shut your face hole. Yeah, I miss shut your face. Shut that your was a face. fun era. Yeah. Shut your fat fucking mouth, bro. Bite me. I will bite Eat you. Eat my shorts. Um, I love you. <laughs> but gerard what do you got going on what do you want to plug i know you got so if you could put like all your eggs in one basket uh-huh. like what's really what really gets your juices going like is it comedy is it these indie films is it like anti-government shit like what is really your one love what really fires you up is it podcasting i like podcasting i like pot see i don't love comedy I'm, i kind of see yeah i feel like we differ in that yeah. aspect where i feel like you don't like that's not your like one thing no. that like like if i could do one thing for yeah. the rest of my life it would just be like stand up no i'm like really just throwing i'm good at it shit at the wall with the pod yeah. see what sticks. Nah, I'm, I'm good at comedy people seem to like it um you know the audience i connect with the audience well and 
but to me it's like a necessary evil you know like yeah even touring is like so tedious to me telling the same bits night after night well it's it's awkward people don't realize when you're like saying the same joke like yeah. multiple times like it gets like fucking like awkward for yourself that's yeah. why i like doing like constantly trying well, to do new shit because well, let, let me, you lose a little bit of enthusiasm let, let me let me take that back because i love comedy in its purest form i love sitting there with a group of people and figuring them out and making them smile mm-hmm. and making them laugh and i have i love that i hate the business of comedy i hate the bookers i hate yeah. clubs i hate the the entertainment industry just it, it steals every bit of joy that you have and all the shit you have to do to get up on that stage mm-hmm. right like so i you know I, I tell people like i'm not a comedian i'm a salesman for me and then the comedy is like yeah it's like a, a it's like my reward exactly like the, the jokes i get to do are the reward my actual job is getting bookings my actual job is mm-hmm. you know getting gigs and getting auditions like that's my job yeah and then the comedy is just like a reward for doing my job i know, you like, know? i wish i could just do that yeah like, and, and you can but then you're doing mics and you know in Jersey. Yeah, you're doing mics and Warren on a Tuesday. <laughs> you can do that for the rest of your life. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, but you know, good luck paying your rent. But I mean, yeah, I mean, like if you're a hobbyist and stuff, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, no, I don't whole... look down on anyone who just does that. Some people also just yeah, like they need that. Did, yeah, and it's just like a hobby. It's like there's literally nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. and I, I guess there's a certain it's better degree. than fucking not doing shit and like yelling at other people like we were talking about. You know, it's cliche. People need more hobbies, honestly. Community. Yeah. Community, you know? People need that shit. Yeah. Like, you know, pickleball, right? Like if I, I if I was playing pickleball and I needed pickleball to pay my bills, I probably would like pickleball less. Yeah. You know, exactly. Like, if we had to beat those old people to, you know, for me to pay my rent, you know, mm-hmm. every time, every time somebody miss hits a ball. Oh, a you whole... would have fucking bodied a bit. Oh, yeah. And as would I. You I would have, have stepped to. it up a it's bit. It's a whole different game, man. Exactly. You know, like when I played minor league ball, like I, there's nothing in the world. I spent my whole life wanting to be a professional baseball player. And then by about six months into my first season of the minors, all I wanted to do was go back and play in college. College is the pinnacle Yeah, because it takes away like – yeah. There's nothing the better than college. There's nothing better than college sports. There's literally And I'm nothing sure there's better. a lot of like big time comics who, yeah, like they're just like they're like, you know, part of them probably misses like the beginning, like when they first get started and like the grind. Road comics when we we talk about this shit all the time, like it's great, but it sucks. And but again, that's why like there's a Jackson Brown song uh called The Loadout. Mm-hmm. And he sings a song. It's like an old old school John. Sing it for us, G. Uh, no, it's like nine minutes long. <laughs> but he, he sings the song, and it's like, and it, it's really about what it's like for him on the road. And he's like, I don't even know what city I'm in. Am I in Detroit, yeah, Chicago? Exactly. These towns all look the same. And and he's like, you know, he's singing to the crowd, and he's like, you have the power over what we do. Like, if you bring the energy, that we're gonna have the greatest night ever. If if you don't, I'm gonna be in Chicago tomorrow, regardless. Like, exactly. You know, but. The, it's it's you know it's such a great feeling when you have a hot room and you have a great night but like there's not people have asked me i, I just said this somewhere on um i forget where i said it but they it was a great question they were like do you get excited when you're having a good set like do you do you i'm like nah man it's it's relief 
Mm-hmm. Like it's it's relief. Like when people come up to me after a show and they're like, "Man, you were really funny. Like that was dope." I'm not like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Thank God, thank God you liked it." Yeah, you know, like, "Oof, all right." So mm-hmm. hopefully the booker saw that. Hopefully, you know, like you know when you when you have you you know what jokes work and you've had good shows, your exactly. expectations for yourself get higher. Mm-hmm. And then you don't always have a great night. You know, you don't. Oh, you're not always on your beats. You're not yeah. always like like I drove. Um, all the way from Florida to North Carolina, Green uh, Greensboro, mm-hmm. and it was a Friday night gig, and I was opening for Caroline and Cassie. I ate shit like I haven't eaten shit in really? like ten years. Damn, I ate Bad. shit to the point the dude wouldn't even look me in the eyes. Like, no. and I and I and there's nothing worse. Than being like halfway through your set going, this is not. There's going just no well. coming back. Yeah, and trying to come there's back. There's always like, coming back though. Yeah, but you know what? In your mind, you're the you're reason, like this is done. Yeah, in your mind. Yeah, like the whole reason you're having a shit set to begin with is like you're too in your head. Mentally, you weren't there to begin with. Yeah, you're I have like, that sometimes. I had the. Um, I even thought recently, like um, when I was opening for Karen, I was like not really present. All the way, but still people were like, oh, you did. Do you ever have that where like people are still like you could watch a tape back. Everything seems great. And like people think you did awesome. But you're like, it wasn't the standard to where I like it. You know what I mean? I just did that at the stand. Yeah. Um, I I was on with Karen on Frantic and I had done skanks earlier in the night. Yeah. And there was like this three hour wait between skanks and you know yeah where they they i think i don't know if i closed it out or whatever but i you know it was a great room mm-hmm. the, you know the stand is a great room mm-hmm. and that's a great show with aaron and, and karen and great comics yeah but i you know i i was kind of like i had already been drinking on skanks i'm like yeah you're just beers out of it and i i wasn't sharp right you know you get to that point where like a lot I of people think comics like drink the whole night I don't like drinking no, before I go up. You I gotta, don't either. You got to be sharp. You, you gotta do be have on to your be shit. sharp, and it takes like something away from it you. It definitely does. You know, especially if the you know, some people can do it really well, but I think if you're trying to sort of like be on your shit, it's yeah. it's gonna do nothing but like hurt you. I, I actually think it's an anxiety thing for a lot of comics. Like it's yeah. a cop out where like if the set goes poorly well it's not me i just oh, i got too high yeah i, uh, next time I can't I even I, so my anxiety is like, through the roof if i'm high yeah i can't perform high so but to your point like i i had, I had a shit set it wasn't great yeah like i kind of you know i got some laughs just phoned it in i didn't phone it in but like you know it, it was a 10 minute set i'm used to doing longer i didn't get to my shit fast enough i left some i left some tags out i normally do yeah. you know I, it wasn't it was i was sloppy yeah that would be the best way to put it i was sloppy mm-hmm. i was charismatic I you. enough you know the punchlines were it also fine. is probably tough for you like cuz you normally get like what a solid like 30 minutes when you're opening yeah, for yeah. carol and, and I, then you get thrown into like Dude, crush for ten. Like, let's go. Yeah, but everybody like it's three jokes. Like, you know, pick pick your three jokes. Exactly. So, but the so the point is, I'm I'm trying to make to your point. Like, people were coming up after me. It was like, bro, that was really funny. Like, you know, I'm getting DMs. Like, bro, you're funny, and I'm sitting here like, bro, that's trash. Yeah, it doesn't feel that was that was not funny. Yeah, but you don't want to like talk them out of it. Yeah, but then also other comics know too. Like, you know, Karen like after it was like, yeah, 
you know, you'll, yeah. get, you'll get them next time, bud. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I probably, exactly. probably That's what won't. You need. Yeah, which is great. But also, like, you want to, like, it's the stand. You want to crush. Right, and it's, right. you know. And that that's the real problem with, like, not having these workout rooms anymore. Like, you know, there's certain rooms, in the, you know, that we all play. I'm not going to say their names because they'll get mad if you say them. But it's like, you don't yeah. give a shit if you crush or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to try some new material. There's certain places where I would go. Also, I loved hosting. There's this idea that being a host is, like, somehow beneath people. I loved it. Hosting's fun because you get I, to keep going up. Yes. You get to fuck around. And, and it, sometimes that's the best shit. That's where you, that's it. Exactly. And you can push boundaries you can't push. Yeah. You know, you can find, and then you can come back. Like, and you can right, make fun of okay. the other comics. Totally. I loved hosting. I loved it. It's the best. You know, people who look down on hosting, man, I'm like, whatever. You know, to me, you're just, you're you're afraid of you're afraid of crowd work you're yeah. you're afraid of you know it's you, so classic locker room shit that locker room there's nothing that will I ever miss the locker, the locker room. room but don't you feel like that's kind of where you um start it like that's kind of where you get your comedic sense you no know doubt. what i mean no doubt that's what i miss because lately i'm like yo that's when i was like the funniest when i was like playing basketball like the shit i would do in the locker room like I'm like, dude, I almost need something like that. And like my like, I'm going to start like bawling again pretty soon because I just think it brings out this side of people. Yeah. So like playful, fun energy. And I like need that right now. Yeah, I, I tried a couple times to like recreate that in comedy and like create like a writing group together. And it just never worked no, out. It was never it's the just same. not the same, dude. It's, it's not like the same. way cornier. Yeah. And, it, you know, and comics are also like um just different you know what i mean comics i wish people would understand comics are generally unfunny people yeah who are able to put together a funny monologue yeah ironic sarcastic monologue but most comics are a lot of comics aren't like that social of people too a lot of them you talk to them off stage and it's like very awkward and like they're manic they're manic depressive introverts yeah you know like (laughs) you know that that have made horrible life choices (laughs) you know um that's why some of the best people in comedy are some of the worst comics like guys that were cops for 30 years and now they're retired and their life is so good and like you know i just want to try comedy and like they're a really funny guy they're a good hang they're a good hang but then they get on stage and they're like yeah there's not enough pain in your eyes buddy like exactly yeah nobody nobody cares like you know the uh yeah, that's yeah, a great point. The locker, the locker room. room. We would do such dumb shit. But this is why I love crowd work. Why I'm so yeah. good at crowd work and why I almost like, you know, like. Exactly, because you just rip on people. Because oh, that's what the locker room was. Like, just kind of roasting people. Like, that's. So when I'm. When I am bombing, that's my last. Yeah. That's my last ditch. My last ditch is to be like, all right, hey, what. Hey, so what's your deal, bud? That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. What do you. Hey, hey, what. Hey, what about you? Tell me something about your life that I can maybe make fun of. Like, exactly. hey, maybe, you know. And then there's. There's a lot of times you can save your set by, making, work, by making it about sure. them and not about you. Oh, 100%. There's, you can, you can, it's also it. like, what's funny right now? If the shit you're doing is not working, it's like, what's funny in the moment? Yeah. I, I think a lot of times, too, you can, like, and this would be advice I would give to, like, young comics starting up is be very fluid with your material in that, like, there are certain punchlines that you can use that don't necessarily need the setup that you're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Find a mark in the audience and get into your jokes that way. Yeah. You know, if, if it's an audience that's, 
you know, low energy or the comics before you have been like really super alt and you're coming up after somebody's like told four abortion jokes in a row and the room <laughs> is like deader than dead. <laughs> it's hard for you to go up there and be like, Get a little so interactive about with me. It. Yeah, yeah. No, like, Hey, so what's, what's up, man? What's going on? Like, talk to me. Like, I just like what to talk to the audience, like in terms of like relating to my set too. Cause sure. a lot of time I'm talking shit about like my stepdad and right now I'm like, yo, like, your guy's stepdad make you drink two percent milk, like shit, like that. Where like you're just kind of making them a part of it. You know what I mean? Totally. And I think that people really don't understand. You know, especially guys that have been doing New York comedy a lot. People go to comedy shows once every three years. Normal normies, yeah, aren't going to comedy every week. Every week, they're yeah. not consuming these topics like yeah you, know, you gotta really be They're careful there to have fun. yeah you gotta be really you gotta be very careful you're not talking over the audience to the back of the room right so like the other comics in the room are like wow you're so edgy wow you're yeah. so you're so smart wow i can't believe you went there and then the people that actually paid the tickets and the people that will actually follow you are like yeah Yo, this person's an asshole yeah like, like dude i just want to get drunk yeah and like, like oh my have God. a laugh oh like all right carl marx i get it <laughs> relax the plight of the proletariat Oh my God, capitalism. Can you tell me a fart joke, please? Yeah, like, you know. Don't underestimate a good fart joke. Never. Shart joke. I would never. Hack is my brand. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, guys. Hack is my brand. Yeah, but definitely for the comic, you know, make it about the audience for sure. You, You should genuinely care that they're having a good time. And then the rest of the stuff will fall into place. Like the bookings will fall into place. All that, you know, be funny first. I know that that sounds crazy, but be funny. Does it? Be I feel like funny it sounds first. pretty rational. Yeah. You know, like so many people are, think that this is a game that you got to navigate. But yeah, the funnier you get, the more people want to follow don't, you. Yeah, don't overthink it the too much. The more followers I found you myself, have, the more they like, want to book you. The past like couple, like sometimes I like, overthink comedy. And I'm like, dude, once again, going back to like the... Just be like, dude, like, go back to when you started being funny. Yeah. And it's like, you weren't fucking thinking about it. I was in the locker room. It was like, fun. doing dumb shit. It's gotta like, be fun. Don't make it something it's not supposed to be. You yeah, know? it's gotta be fun. It's gotta be fun. Otherwise, there's just no reason to do it. And, you know, again, that that's what I'm struggling with right now is like, the fun of it, the industry really sucks the fun out of yeah. it. Yeah. But... I would never be able to do the things You're I like love doing. You're like businessman, G, these days. Yeah, I feel like. I, well, like, but also, like, bro, I love, dude, I love my podcast with Mickey so much. I love. Yeah, shout out Slick and Thick. I love Slick and Thick because. Do some plugs. We would be chilling, talking anyway. Exactly. Like, we would just be bullshitting anyway. Like, let's just throw That's a mic That's why on I love like, WTJ. Just be bullshitting anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and. and so, but I, but without comedy, Mickey would have never heard of me. I wouldn't have got the PBD gig, mm-hmm. and then you know what I'm saying. Like, so to me, it was a, a necessary evil. Like, I knew you're gonna you know, say that. That, that necessary evil. <laughs> the like, nece- this episode is called the necessary, the necessary evil. evil man. Of like, yeah, like I got. It's a long epi for me. Whoa, dog. It was too long. I can talk. Fuck. You're a the, chatter. Uh, our yeah. first episode was like 20 minutes. Was it was it? like amazing. Well, I'm going like, to count on you to cut cut out a bunch of stuff. I will. Um, but the, uh, 
yeah, like that show tonight. Like if without comedy, I, I don't get cast in that show tonight. Not on. We don't do that, mm-hmm. that Fox News bit, you know. And you don't get to be on WTJ. I don't get to be on WT twice. without comedy. I'd never be the first person to be on that John twice. Like, exactly. So, yeah, I love it and I hate it and I love it. Yeah, just, you know, but I'm also addicted to it. Yeah, just don't take it too seriously. I'm addicted to it. Like I'm like you're addicted. I'm addicted. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I don't. I hate comedy. Hey, do you want to do a so spot when tonight? Did yeah, you I'll start, do a spot tonight. <laughs> how old were you? Yeah, I know that's literally what it is. I I'm hate, like, I can't wait to. I'm like actually excited yeah, to like do I, a set tonight. I hate comedy. I don't want to do it anymore. How old? Is there were any you? open mics I can do tonight? <laughs> how old were you when you started comedy? Uh. 26 26 okay cool yeah well i did i did mics on the road and stuff like that i a therapist is who got me into comedy your therapist yeah the one you liked no the one that the team assigned to me because i was i was getting into fights and stuff right and like, yeah i was a little i was a little on you edge a problem child i was i was on a, the, the baseball i team. was a problem on the baseball field for sure i played with a high high intensity highly competitive big edge and uh, so, you know, sports. you definitely have a temper in you. And I uh, could yeah. see that for yeah. sure. But to my credit, but I I do too. To my credit, I'm not denying I do. But to my credit, I feel like it takes a lot to push me over the edge. Mm-hmm. Once you push me over the edge, yeah. what happens next? You, you, you brought upon yourself. Exactly. I gave you so many chances to pull this car off the road before we, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we're going to do it. Let's do it. Let's We're living burn on this the edge. motherfucker down. Sometimes I like to try to like make you angry. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it is, it's just fun to sometimes push people to the edge. If yeah. you're also someone who goes to the edge pretty often. Oh, that's pure psychopath behavior. <laughs> that's sociopathic, psychopathic behavior. Not as much anymore, but I am like definitely, I definitely have some psychopathic behaviors yeah. in me. Well, yeah. Dude, I did a stint in the psych ward this past year, so yeah. I would say that's like a place for psychos. Yeah. Um, but live from the psych ward, that would be a great podcast. Live if I could do WTJ with some of the people in there, it would be the best. Episodes. Why don't you do it? I would love to talk to the talk to the doc. I'm sure he'd he'd, he'd do it. Yeah, hey. I was like planning certain shit, but then some people go full crazy, like demonic worship yeah. shit. Yeah. But also that would probably be a good episode. Yep. We tried to do one like live from uh, Fort Lauderdale once. Like we want to just have like regular normal people from the beach. Come I on. love that. Yeah. Then the first person. a lot of times those are the most entertaining people. They are. First person came up and was like, so Hitler had some good points. Oh, Black dude. We were like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, what? Is that Kanye West in he Fort was, Lauderdale? No, he was way worse than Kanye. He was like a, a hardcore like uh, Nation of Islam. Like and we're like, and, but he was just like a like a normal, cool looking dude. And we we're like, yeah, you want to come on? He's like, absolutely. And he's like, so are you guys Zionists? And I was like, uh oh, uh oh, we picked <laughs> the wrong guy. Uh oh, next. Uh oh, why are we doing this live? We should not be doing this live. Cut, 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 cut. Do you, are you guys doing any live podcasts coming up? What do you got going? We are. We are. We we haven't chosen yet, but we're going to be doing one live podcast a month for six months. Sick. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Nashville, Chicago, uh, Columbus, Ohio, probably Jersey, hopefully, and Hell Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, 
Cool. And Check Slick and Thick, Slick they and can thick listen pod. on Gas Digital, right? Yep, got Slick and Thick on Gas Digital. You can also follow us on Slick and Thick everywhere else, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Fuck yeah. Yeah, please do. Cass, this was a lot of fun. I love you, G. Thanks for coming on again, and the Johnnies love you. My second favorite podcast in the world. Respect. Word, word. Mm-hmm. You can't see Bollywood with this, huh? Yeah, it's like hip hop Bollywood. <laughs> I do in the the beginning of the intro a little. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right, bye, Johnny's.